Welcome to Living Stones Church. We pray that this message impacts and touches your heart in such a great way. Enjoy the message. He's so much bigger than all these things. He's so much bigger than the pain. He's so much bigger than that. In Romans chapter 15, verse 13, it says, I pray that God, the source of hope, will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust in him. Then you will overflow with confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. Come on. Sometimes we need to remember, where does our hope come from? Our hope doesn't come from, from, even from our small groups, as awesome as they are. It doesn't come from that. I know sometimes we, we look forward to those moments. It doesn't come from Sunday morning, you know, I need this motivational message to keep me going, right? That's not where our hope comes from. Our hope comes from Jesus and Jesus alone. And and when we start to remember where our hope comes from, we won't be disappointed in all the other things that didn't give us hope when we wanted it. Are you with me? Sometimes we're we're too dependent on other people to give us hope. Are you with me? Oh, if if I just get around that super happy person, maybe I'll be a little bit happier. Right? If I, if, I just, if I just got to that conference, come on somebody, right? If I just got to that motivational, th- maybe I'd be just, I'd get my spirit lifted up. That's not where our hope comes from. Our hope comes from Jesus. Right. Amen? Right. And when we realize where our hope comes from, somebody say, I need to get back to the source. I need to get back to the source. I need to get back to the source. You know, this reminds me of, um, I don't know if you guys have this same problem, but uh, when I'm leaving my house, like I, I've got a great internet connection at my house. Are you with me? Is anybody with me? Like, yeah. like, like when, when I'm sitting there, my, my phone just boom. I don't, even have to, I don't have to do anything. I don't have to put a password. It just connects, right? Are you with me? When I'm at home, I'm connected. Are you with me? But as soon as I leave my house, I have to depend on T-Mobile for a minute. Are you with me? Yeah, I got a few people. I got a few groans in the crowd. Or maybe it's Verizon, or maybe it's AT&T, or maybe, you know, maybe it's any of the different carriers. But you know what happens is, like, as soon as I leave my house, the music, like, it kicks off for a minute. It's like, oh, wait, I have to find a connection. Yes. Where is the connection? And, and we're sitting there watching the little wheel just spinning on, yeah. on my phone. Like, can, can you... I mean, we're, we're a block away from the house. Like, just, you should know I'm leaving. Like, it, I mean, it's a 20, I mean, right? It's 2023. I mean, this, I mean, I shouldn't have, there should be no skipping in the, involved in this. First world problems, first world problems. Come on, somebody. But what happens a lot of times for all of us is that when we, when we go out and we get into the world, our connection with God starts to slip away. Oh. All of a sudden, we're sitting in a buffering moment because we're, we're not thinking about the things of God. We're thinking, I got I to gotta go get my Christmas shopping done. I got to go get these things. I got groceries. When do I have time to get that, right? right? We're, we're thinking about all these things and the chores and the life. And, and I got to get the kids to this thing and the kids to that thing and, and all this other stuff. And then, oh, don't forget, like December is full of Christmas parties. Every single weekend, I'm going to be at a Christmas party, right? Like, and I got to prepare for all of them. Right? Yeah. Like you said, Thanksgiving, who said that? Thanksgiving all month, right? Yeah, yeah, it's like, oh yeah. my gosh, we got this Thanksgiving, that Thanksgiving. We just call them all Friendsgiving so that we can keep having green bean casserole. Come on, somebody. <laughs> Are you with me? Like a whole month of green bean casserole. <laughs> Pastor Sarah does not like green bean casserole. If you think your green bean casserole is awesome, we'll have Pastor Sarah try it and we'll tell if it's really awesome or not. It's like, did Mikey like it? No. Pastor Sarah didn't like it. Here's point number two. Here's point number two. I am filled with joy and peace to overflow with hope and power. Come on. I am filled with joy and peace to overflow with hope and power. Come on. Do you want to know what anxiety is? Yeah. 
I, I want to give you a different definition of anxiety. Can I do that this morning? Because I don't know about any of you, but I've been feeling some anxiety lately. Has anybody been feeling some anxiety lately? Yes. A few of you? Like you're anxious even to raise your hand in church, right? Are you with me? Come on. Like there's just certain types of anxiety that come from all these things. But you know what anxiety is? It's being too far from the source. Wow. It's being too far from the source. All of a sudden, my, my wheel is turning, and I don't know if it's going to reconnect or not. Are you with me? When you start experiencing anxiety in your life, it's, it's a lot of times because you're too far from the source. If you get back to the source, somebody say get back to the source. Back to the source. Get back to the source where, where you don't have to put in a password to connect. Are you with me? Like all of a sudden, just sitting with Jesus as you, as you pick up your word at your house. Come on, are you with me? As you pick up your word, other than to bring it to church for when pastor says, where are my paper Bible people at? And you go, it's me, I brought it, right? And you just leave it in your car for next week. Come on, hello, hello. Listen, man, I understand. I understand the human condition. I'm not, I'm not putting guilt or shame or anything on anybody else, right? Did you, most of you probably even know that this Bible specifically is only for me to stand up here and preach with. I don't actually read out of this one. It's just, it's just because my notes fit in there nice and pretty. Isn't that funny? I mean, I, I, you have a human pastor. Can you believe that? You mean, like, because people, they get all excited when they see this Bible. They're like, I want to see what he highlighted. Nothing. There's nothing highlighted in this Bible. Zero highlights. Are you with me? Like, it's, it's okay that this Bible is, is really, like, for show. <laughs> That's messing up some people's theology right now. You're like, I don't even know if I'm saved. He has a Bible that's just for show. Tell me you don't have a Bible in your house that you don't actually read out of. Oh. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. All these, like, I can just see the guilt coming off of people right now. Like, I can't believe he, did, he doesn't even read out of that Bible. Are you with me? I'm like, most of the time I read out of this one. Are you with me? Because it's, it's accessible. I can look at six different versions at the same time. I can go and look at the Hebrew and the Greek all at the same time. Are you guys doing that on these ones? I do. Nah, come on now. Right? Like, like I'm just, I was just feeling those, those guilt daggers there. So I just wanted to make sure we, we clear it up a little bit here. But anxiety comes from not being close to the source. If we're not close to the source, we start to experience anxiety. Where are things going to go? How are things going to work? How is it all going to work out? Yeah. So you have to get back to Jesus. Somebody say get back to Jesus. We've got to get back to our source. We have to get back to the source. We can't, we can't depend on, on a connection with this world to get us through. Are you with me? Yeah. We're going to 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7. It says, even though I have received such wonderful revelations from God... So to keep me from becoming proud, I was given a thorn in my flesh, a messenger from Satan to torment me and keep me from becoming proud. Verse 8. Three different times I begged the Lord to take it away. Each time he said, my grace is all you need. Yeah, my grace is sufficient. That's right. Some of you read different versions. That's right. My power works best in weakness. So now I am glad to boast about my weaknesses so that the power of Christ can work through me. <laughs> Here's point number three for my note takers out there. I will have gratitude and grace to see God's perfect power. I will have gratitude and grace to see God's perfect power. Now, what does that mean? I'm going to be grateful for where I fall short. I'm going to be grateful that I don't have it all figured out. Right. I'm going to be grateful for His grace. Yeah. Are you with me? Yeah. 
There's, there's a gratitude that needs yeah. to come so that I can see the unlocking of God's power in my yeah. life. Are you with yeah. me? Like when you know that you don't have it all figured out and you don't have it all together, it's easy to admit, isn't it? Yeah. And then you actually can get excited about it because then when miracles happen, when God breaks through, when things go through, there's no way it could have been you. You're like, no, if you knew this guy, if you knew this person, you'd know that the miracle wasn't me. It was Jesus the whole time. There's something exciting about that. I will have gratitude and grace. Oh, we need his grace, don't we? Think about where you fall short. Isn't that like the easiest list to find? Right? And we do have some list people out there. My beautiful bride is a list person. I mean, when I, when I met her, I cleaned out her car the first time. I found 10 lists in her car. Like, why, do you, why does anyone need that many lists? Are you with me? Like, it's insane how many lists this, this woman has. She has lists for her lists. Like, here's my list of lists that I need to find lists for. I, I have a list of the things I need to make lists for, right? This is how my bride's brain works. I don't even know where I'm at now. I don't have a list. Can you, can you put that down for me? Write that down. We have, we need grace. Amen. We need grace. We need grace. I need grace. My bride needs grace. We all need grace. We have grace. And that's where God comes in. That's where breakthrough comes in is when we have God's grace. You know, I think if a lot of you are just like me, you feel like you're less than enough. You're less than enough. And I, I can't tell you how many times in my life I've felt like I'm not enough. Does anybody ever feel that way? I'm not, I'm not enough. Maybe some of you ladies, I'm not pretty enough. I'm not wealthy enough. I'm not well-spoken enough. I'm not educated enough. I'm not friendly enough. Right? I'm just not enough. Does anybody ever feel that? I just feel like I'm not enough. Can I tell you that God's grace makes you enough? His grace makes you enough. That's where we can have gratitude and grace. Is because His grace makes me enough. It makes it to where I can get through this thing. It makes it to where, you know what, I can break down in the middle of work. I know where He, he went. There's no reason I should be sad, right? I know where He went. But we've all felt like that, haven't we? Yeah, I know where they went, but I want them to be right here with me. I'm sad that He's not here with me. I'm sad I can't call Him again and, and He'll answer. And, hey, buddy. No. Well, it's hard. It can be hard. And we've got to be grateful for God's grace for when, we're, when we fall short. You know what? For men out there, maybe some of you ladies deal with this too. But for men, a lot of us are too prideful. I don't want to show where I need grace. Because if it looks like I need grace, it looks like I'm weak. Are you with me? I know Pastor AJ is getting ready to preach in a men's attack. That's what they call it. It's a men's retreat, but it's a men's attack, right? Because it's more manly to call it an attack, right? But uh, he's doing a men's attack this next Saturday. So men, if you, if you need some sharpening, if you need to get around some other men, if you need to go get, go get a word from Pastor AJ for sure and, and a bunch of other speakers, then, then get out to that thing. Go see him, and he'll, he'll get you the link to, to register for that. I think it's $40, lunch is included. Really cool. So get out there and do that. But sometimes we feel like we're not enough. You ever feel like you're not enough, Pastor AJ? Yeah. Like even preparing for a message for all these men that are going to be looking at you, staring at you, wondering, are you actually going to give me something, Pastor? Like, I'm, I'm waiting for a word. 
I can't tell you how many times I disappoint people. Are you with me? Like, like it's just part of life. Like, like you're like, oh, I was, I was, ne- I was needing a word. Can you? I, I came to church today to get a word. I'm like, you know what? Get in your word, and you'll get a word. Are you with me? Like, like if you got in the word for yourself, you wouldn't be so anemic waiting for me to give you a word. Let me chew on this for a minute and spit it in your mouth for you. Are you with me? Ooh, that's nasty, ain't it? But that's what you do every Sunday. Yeah. You come and get a regurgitated word that I've been chewing on. Isn't that nasty? Oh, so good. Yeah, what did you say? Chelsea's Chelsea's phrase, right? She coined this. It's You can't have it. It's hers. Regurgitated revelation. Oh, man. Oh, man. Regurgitated revelation. You're just going to have a bird that's like feeding its, its young. Regurgitated revelation. The birds get fed, won't you? Yeah, come on, somebody. God's grace is what makes me enough. God's grace is what makes you enough. That should set you free in so many ways. There's no expectations. Like God made you. He knows where you fall short. He knows where you're jacked up and his grace is sufficient for you. Are you with me? No matter how many times you ask to, I just wish I was a little bit taller. I wish I was. No, no, I'm just kidding. I'm not not going. Yeah, we're doing it, right? Right. It's like, I just wish I looked more like this person. I wish I was smarter like that person. I wish I, wish I had all these other things, right? But the truth is, His grace is sufficient for you. And it's sufficient for me. I don't need to live up to what your expectations are for me. And you don't need to live up to what expectations I have for you. Seek first the kingdom and His righteousness. Seek first Jesus. Where does our hope come from? There it is. Where does our hope come from? Oh, I want the neighborhood out. We have the door open. They should hear us today. Where does our hope come from? Jesus. There it is. There it is. Somebody was just jogging past and went, oh. I was waiting for a word from the Lord. And I just heard, I heard Jesus out of the bush right there by Dorothy McElhaney Middle School. Come on, somebody. We need his grace. Amen. It gives him a chance to show the world how powerful he is. Through your weakness, through my insufficiencies, through us. When we don't measure up, but yet God does something in and through our lives and we get to share it with the world. It's him showing off to the world. Are you with me? There's something to boast about in your weakness because his goodness, oh, he, he comes through. He makes a way when I'm broken. I, I pray, I pray men, especially men. I pray that you will be broken in front of your family. Be broken. People need to see that you are not made of steel. Are you with me? That you're unbreakable. It's complete surrender. It's learning that the unbreakable one is him. It's not me. It has nothing to do with me. I can only puff up my ego so much before it bursts. Are you with me? But if I can just stay in humility and know that I don't know it all, I don't have it all figured out, but God does, and I'll just keep seeking him. And then when people ask me, hey, what do I do about this? How do I do this in my life? How do I fix my marriage? How do I do these things? I don't, I say, I don't know. Go to the word. Let's see, let's see what Jesus says about that. I'm not really sure. I just argued with my wife on the way over here. Are you with me? Like, come on. Like, it's just humanity in the midst of all these things. Like, we are all figuring this out together. Why did, why did the disciples say things like, follow me as I follow Christ? He's not saying follow me because I followed Christ. Yeah. We, I think how many of us get into that place where, follow me because I know it all. 
Yeah. No, follow me as I follow Christ. I'm figuring it out. I'm going to fall on my face. Don't judge me when I fall on my face. Just as you fall on your face, I'll pick you up. But as I fall on my face, you pick me up. We're going to be walking with no teeth, but we love Jesus. Are you with me? Right? We're doing it together. We're figuring it out together. Let's just put pride to the wayside. And go after Jesus. He's using me. He's using you in our weakness. I want to go through these points again, and I'm going to ask Shay to come up, and, and you know what, I'm, I'm ending early on purpose, so that we can just let the Holy Spirit do what He does. We're not enough. It's okay. Point number one, I will trade my worry for God's wonder. Some of you, that's the word you needed to hear today. You came in here with worry, I want you to leave it right here at the altar, right here in this little music room in Dorothy McElhaney Middle School. I want you to leave your worry right here, and I want you to walk out with God's wonder. Come on. We're making a trade this morning. That's right. I am filled with joy and peace to overflow with hope and power. People need you to overflow, and you're like, I'm running on empty. How am I supposed to overflow? Is anybody feeling that? Somebody say Jesus. Jesus. I'm filled with joy and peace from the Prince of Peace, yeah. the, the Creator of joy. I'm filled with joy and peace so I can overflow with hope and power. Hope and power overflows in your life even when you feel like you're not enough. Amen. Amen. And then point number three, I will have gratitude and grace to see God's perfect power. I will be grateful for where I fall short. I will be grateful that I don't have it all together so that I can really live in God's perfect power. Yeah. I want to see God move in my life. Is that anybody agree with that today? Yeah, God, I want you to move in my life. I want you to use my life to transform people's lives. Just like Brad Souza played such a big role in my life <laughs> at 18 years old, 19 years old. And here I am 20 years later. Gosh, I don't want to admit that. Here I am 20 years later, and I get to be a part of that man's legacy. Because if he hadn't have sown into me, would I have continued on that path, going after Jesus? I remember telling him, hey, I got this girl, and she doesn't know Jesus. And he's like, buddy, that's probably not a good idea. <laughs> I'm going to bring her to church. Well, that's a good step in the right direction. But I remember as Chelsea would come to church with me and I was a little flirt to convert action. <laughs> I remember every time when the pastor would give, give the altar call, I want to say that I just kept my eyes closed, but I didn't. I was peeking. I was peeking. If she was sitting on my left, I was peeking to see if she'd raise her hand when he said, do you want to surrender your life to Jesus? And, and then another week would go by and I'd peek again. I peeked to my right this time, and she's sitting over there and waiting for her hand to raise. And, and I remember the, the time that it actually happened, I was actually standing behind her chair, and, and she raised her hand, and, and I, I, I about like lit like a, like a Christmas tree, man. Like I was so excited out of my mind. It, it was the day, and then as soon as service was over, she ran out of the room and went to the bathroom. She was so embarrassed. <laughs> That she finally gave her life to Jesus. Like everyone just thought, well, she's dating Justin. She must have loved the Lord. And she's like, oh, no, I finally did it. And I remember going to, to Steve and to Brad and, and saying, Chelsea just gave her life to God. 
And he said, oh, let me pray with you, brother. You play a part in somebody's story. Your faith, growing your faith in the middle of your pain, in the middle of your shortcomings, in the middle of not getting it all, in the middle of figuring it out and being stupid. Are you with me? God is going to use your stupidity to bring someone closer to him. He'll use your brokenness just like he's using my brokenness right now. It's okay to be broken. It's okay to feel pain. It's okay to experience those things. Give it back to him. See what he can do with your pain. He'll give purpose to your pain. He'll give purpose to it. I know Brad is fired up right now that I'm using my pain to bring people closer to him. Gosh, I pray that my life has so much meaning that somebody's telling a story about me someday. That when, even when I'm not on this earth anymore, my life is still changing people's lives. My faith is still changing people's faith. My life is still leading people to Jesus. Does anybody pray that same prayer? If you're here this morning, it would be my honor and privilege to introduce you to my best friend, Jesus. He's a friend that'll never leave you. He's a friend that when you fall short, he doesn't point at you and laugh or say, see, I told you so. He's a friend that always picks you up, always dusts you off and says, go and sin no more. He's a friend that won't let you down. I know this season is difficult for many right now. We're wondering how we're going to pay our bills, let alone have Christmas and do all these other things. And if this is a difficult season for you, I want you, please, not to go through this season by yourself. I want you to go through this season with Jesus. Get back to that source. Get back to that connection with God. It's okay to be broken in the middle of it. He'll hold you up. He'll get you through it. But if you're here today with every head bowed and every eye closed, if you're here today and and you don't have a relationship with Jesus, today's your day. Today is the day where you came in alone and you left with your best friend. You left with your Savior. You left with purpose. You left with hope and joy. I pray that that's you today. If that's you, with every head bowed and every eye closed, just raise your hand for me. Just saying, hey, you know what? I want to make that commitment today. I want to know Jesus the way that you know Jesus. I want to experience him the way that, that you're talking about. I want my life to have as much purpose as Brad. Is that anybody here today? If you're watching online and that's you, just put it in the chat saying, hey, that's me. I'm raising my hand. I'm in in my living room right now raising my hand. I'm in my car right now raising my hand. I'm saying, hey, that's me. Somebody might be sitting next to you peeking, going like, is today the day? Is today the day? Could this be it? I know Brad's sitting up there right now watching you going, hey man, just do it. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be incredible. Doesn't matter how messed up you are. That's the whole point. His grace is sufficient. His blood is sufficient. His love is sufficient. He'll make a way where there seems to be no way. Just want to keep the eyes closed just for a little bit longer. 
because sometimes there's a fight inside of us. There's this pride that says, kind of like what Chelsea was going through, and she's like, oh, I, ever, I probably should already be a Christian. I probably should already love Jesus. Everybody thinks I should already have this figured out. And to admit it is hard. Admit that you don't have it figured out is hard. You might have been coming to church for 10 years, and you never fully committed your life to Jesus. <coughs> Today's the day. Today's the day. They will rejoice in heaven because today's the day. Is that anybody in here? How do you know it's you? It's like you just kind of feel nervous. Your palms start to get a little sweaty and you're like, is it me? Should I raise my hand? I got baptized as a baby. I thought that's all I had to do. The Bible says that if you'll confess me before men, I will confess you before the Father. It's just admitting. Like what Miss Heather said earlier, it's surrender. It's complete surrender. I just have to surrender to you, Jesus. I'm going to surrender to you. I don't have this figured out. I've been trying. I've been trying to prove that I got it figured out, but I don't have it figured out, and I'm willing to finally admit that. I'm willing to surrender. I'm willing to admit that I need your grace. Is that anybody here today? Today's your breakthrough day. Today's your breakthrough day. Today's your breakthrough day. God, I just pray. I pray for each of us, and I pray for those watching online right now. Lord, no matter where we're at in our life, even if we don't think we're ready to have a relationship with you or we're still getting through church hurt and, and people, people junk. It's usually the things we have to clean through. It's not God junk, it's people junk. God, help us to see you. Help us to replace our worry with your wonder. Help us to seek you, God, to know your heart and to know what a father's love should be like. God, I thank you for your word that says an earthly father gives his children good gifts. How much more will a heavenly father give? Lord, I know you're looking down on us, and even if we didn't have a great example of an earthly father, I know that you want to give us great things. You want to show us your love and your your mercy. God, I just plead your blood over people today. You've washed away every sin. There's nothing that will hold us back from you. And so God, we just submit our entire lives to you today. Every part, the things we're excited about, the things we're embarrassed about. We submit every part to you, Jesus. We ask that you'd make something beautiful out of this mess. Create a message out of this mess, God. A message that goes beyond our life. I'm sure there was a time when Brad wondered if his life would matter when, he, when his life was over. And just to know that someone is using his life as an example to bring people closer to Jesus. How incredible is that? God, I pray that for each of us, one day we would have a legacy like that. I've been feeling a lot of anxiety lately and living out the things I'm preaching. And I keep wondering how many people are feeling the same way. Just feeling like you're not enough, you don't have enough. 
the demands are too high, the resources are too low. If that's you here this morning, I just want you to lift your hands up to heaven right now. Lift your hands up to heaven because you're going to receive. It's time to receive from heaven. Father, you see all these hands. You see us all. And we feel like we're short. We're running on fumes. We don't have the mental, emotional, physical capacity, financial capacity. We don't have the capacity for this, God. And we need you. So, Lord, I just pray over each of these hands, God, that you'd bless them right now. Pour out a blessing that can't be contained. Lord, as we live by your word, as we live by your promises, God, we know that you're going to come through. We know that you're going to break through. As we bring praise to the table and gratitude to the table, God, we're going to see you break through and give us peace back in return. So, Lord, I just pray peace, peace over every hand raised in this room right now. Peace, peace. I pray that that brokenness would have purpose, that you'd use that brokenness to bring people closer to you. God, we're not asking for brokenness to go away. Some of us are. And it's okay, no matter where you're at in that. But I pray, God, that we get to a place where we're like Paul and we just say, okay, I'm excited in my weakness. I'm excited that I fall short so, God, that you can show off, that you can show your glory, that you can show your goodness through my life. Thank you, Jesus, that I am more than enough with your grace. Can we say that together? Thank you, Jesus, that I am more than enough in your grace. Mm. Faith comes by hearing and by the word of God. Sometimes you have to speak those words so you can hear yourself say them. I am more than enough by your grace, Jesus. I boast in my weakness. Thank you for joining us today. We hope this message blessed your life in such a powerful way. Come visit us here at Livingstones Church in person at Dorothy McElhinney Middle School in French Valley, California, every Sunday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time. You can also watch us online on our YouTube channel, Facebook, Church Center, or at livingstones.tv. If God is using this ministry to touch and impact your life, and you would like to consider partnering with us in your giving, you can do so by giving in the Church Center app or by going to livingstones.tv giving. We hope you have a wonderful week.